staff members of the Downard Funeral Home and Crematory are caring and experienced professionals who understand that each family is unique and has personal requests and traditions. These requests and traditions are of utmost importance to our staff of licensed funeral directors. At least, that's what their website says. But recent events in Pocatello, Idaho, have law enforcement and the public doubting that claim. Pugnacious, disgusting, overwhelming, and horrible are all words that locals have used to describe the smell surrounding the funeral home over the summer. One Google reviewer said that the smell was so horrible at a service they attended that guests were overwhelmed and the service was ruined. Last week, an inspector discovered a badly decomposed body at the Downard Funeral Home, prompting a deeper investigation that resulted in the funeral home being shut down, multiple bodies being moved or taken by the state coroner's office, and responses of horror from local families that have used their services. There have not been any arrests in this case yet, but it is an ongoing investigation. Hey everybody and welcome to True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. This is Katie Weaver and I'm here with my sister, a co-host and partner in crime, Christy Brower. Hello. Hello. Hey, everybody. Excited to be here. Yeah. Hugnacious. Hugnacious. Yikes. This is our trigger warning. This case is awful and Mm -hmm. very macabre. And if you are going to be triggered by dead bodies and funeral home goings-ons, you don't want to watch this or listen to this. So this is your warning. I know a lot of you true crimers, uh, you know, have pretty thick skins to this kind of stuff, but we don't want to give anyone nightmares. So here you go. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> this is our Tuesday case. This is our group case this week. This uh, is. And I want to thank Christy and Rhonda for filling in for me this last week while I was uh, off taking a kid to college. You guys were rock stars and did it all. So thank you very much. Absolutely. We had a lot of fun. I hope you guys enjoyed our Bigfoot uh, episode. We had a lot of fun making it. Rhonda is a is a hardcore fan. Yes, she is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Well, as we were beginning the long trek home from uh, Montana on Friday, some news started breaking that had everybody uh, pretty compelled. It happened in Pocatello, Idaho. Pocatello is about an hour and a half from my house. Mm-hmm. Less. Depends how fast you drive. But anyway. It, it does. I lived there for a minute when I was in college. Christy, you lived there for a couple of years? Uh, about a, a year, year and a half. Yeah. 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 Graduated from college there for sure. Yeah. So there is an event that is kind of rocking Pocatello right now with horror. And it is the... Downard Funeral Home situation. So I want to tell you a little bit about the Downard Funeral Home. It was built in 1931. So this is a very old building. 
almost 100 it's an years. old town. It's in the part of the town where mm-hmm. everything is old. Everything is old. Uh, it was built by a guy named Byron B. Downard. Well, I was assuming there was a Downard in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. And he uh, ran it for a lot of years. And then he sold it to another family, I believe the Hansen family. And they ran it until 1996. And in 1996, they sold their operation to a guy named Lance Peck and his wife. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) Christy's cats are playing the piano, trying to get the timing just right for this. Really just giving us the ominous uh, Mm -hmm. setup for this that we need. (laughs) So Lance and his wife, Diane. Okay. They had been working for the Hansons since 1996. They purchased Downard Funeral Home in 2007. So it's been in under their care since then. So that's a little bit about the funeral home. This funeral home is kind of in a weird spot. And it was there first, obviously, before a lot of other things. But there is, it is directly across the street from Pocatello High School. Yeah. It's and it's the narrowest street. Like every time I go to that part of Pocatello, I go, it's so weird that this funeral home is like on the doorsteps of this high school. It's weird. Yeah. It and is strange. A home, but a crematorium as well. Yeah. It, it is a weird, it's a, it's weird placement for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it is a one way road. And so it is very narrow and yeah, I lived only a few blocks from there. Rhonda and I yeah. did when we were in college down mm-hmm. there in Old Town and yeah, it was kind of a strange thing to have it there. But, you know, I mean, it's it is. And, and part students, of life to have to deal yeah, with death. It's true. Students uh, for years have said that you could sit in class and look out there and see the uh, smokestack going and know yeah. when they were cremating a body. And that that was just kind of ominous. And it's an interesting thing because Pocatello High School is touted to be haunted as hell. Yeah, yeah, there's, we've actually been on a ghost tour in Pocatello High School. And there's been a lot of documented, like, ghost hunters and stuff like that that have gone to Pocatello High School because there's all kinds of activity there. So Yeah, there's footage even of, oh, some, yeah. of some activity in that school. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it is kind of all this sort of creepy, ominous situation down there. It really is. So locals have, are saying that through this whole summer, it has smelled horrific down there in Old Town, and within a few blocks of that or of the funeral home, uh, people saying that their kids that were going to the high school all summer for like sports and stuff like that, that it was overwhelming. It smelled horrible. And mm-hmm. uh, one lady in a, a comments on one of the articles said, "I have literally been saying it smells like something died down here all summer." Yeah. Well. Yikes. Yes. So apparently on Wednesday, there was an inspection at Downard Funeral Home with uh, the state licensing board. And they discovered a badly decomposing body inside, which this is an interesting thing. Lots of people in the comments of the articles I've read have said, it's a funeral home. Why are we all so upset that there's dead bodies inside? Well, because they're not cared for correctly. There are very specific laws and rules about how 
bodies have to be handled and they weren't being handled that way. Right. So the inspector actually uh, demanded the license of Peck on Wednesday. He actually relinquished his license on Wednesday. Uh, one family reported that they were supposed to have a funeral there on Saturday and their loved one's body was already there at the funeral home and they could not get the funeral home to answer the phone. So they got really worried because and went over there and nobody was there and they got really worried because what the hell's going on? And they called the police because what else do you do? You know, what else? Right. I cannot imagine being in that position. Yeah. Like, holy hell, this. Oh, yikes. And surely the inspector had already called the police. But on Friday morning, law enforcement agencies from all over the state, uh, you know, we had quite a few different agencies and bureaus that all showed up there and descended on the place with a search warrant and announced to the public that this funeral home is closed until uh, further notice and started hauling out bodies in on uh, putting them in a mass ca- mass casualty refrigeration tra- trailer that came here from the Ada County that's the Boise area that's the state capital from their uh coroner's office yeah. so people get upset quick <laughs> neighbors get upset quick cuz they're like what in the actual hell is happening here we right. knew something was wrong uh one t- couple told one of the news reporters at East Idaho News that there has been a literal bag of ashes sitting on the front counter in Downard for over a week that nobody has picked up or done anything with. They also said that they have vats of chemicals that get delivered to their back parking lot every so often, and that a big delivery of chemicals had showed up over a week ago that no one had ever taken inside. And they said, that's weird. Usually they go right in the building with them. Well, and dangerous, like that's mm-hmm. probably stuff that nobody should be messing with, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, embalming fluid and stuff like that. I would imagine formaldehyde stuff. I don't know. Lots of neighbors are saying that they have not seen the crematorium stack smoking in many weeks. Oh, so things are not good there. They no. clearly have some maybe some refrigeration issues. Maybe the crematorium is broken or their oven is broken or something, but things aren't right. And they're still obviously accepting bodies. So all of these families start showing up over there and the police have the whole thing cordoned off and they're going, I have a loved one inside of there. Mm -hmm. So at some point in the day, can you imagine how this must feel? I can't even fathom. No, cannot. So at some point during the day, other funeral homes start arriving. They've been dispatched to come and collect the bodies that they could identify. Yeah, I read that part and I went, oh, yikes. That That they they could could identify. identify. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. So apparently there were four bodies there that were to be uh, processed and, and had services for. And those four families had already paid for their Mm, services. No. So another local funeral home, the Wilkes Funeral Home, Mm -hmm. announced today that they will be performing 
all of those services, including, you know, whatever the families need uh, on them. So that is we're not, very cool. Mm-hmm. They said, we're not going to uh, traumatize these families any further. They've already paid someone. They're not paying us. So yeah. thank goodness on that. But this investigation went on all day. It caused quite a scuttle, but it started a lot of talk amongst people online going, well, one girl who said, uh, my brother died in Pocatello a year ago and I have never received his ashes. I have called and left so many messages at that funeral home. They will not call me back. And I have no idea where my brother has gone. Oh, um, another no. woman who said that her brother's ashes were supposed to be sent to Alaska and have never arrived. And similar story, not responding to phone calls, emails, nothing, just blowing people off. Oh, Another woman who said that her daughter-in-law's grandmother was supposed to be cremated there about uh, three weeks ago. And they too have heard nothing, received nothing, and don't know what in the hell is going on. This is becoming like a huge true crime case. Like, mm-hmm. hence we're talking about it because, I mean, the, the laws around this stuff, I mean, there's no getting around them. No. These folks are in deep shit. However, where are these folks? Yeah. Any clue? Is there any word? Where are the pecs? There was talk in the beginning that the pecs had left town. But I did see a neighbor say that they uh, saw the police knock on their door and someone opened the door and they spoke to them briefly a couple of days ago. They actually live like two blocks away. Oh, wow. Interestingly, also neighbors are saying that they have been remodeling their house all summer long. Instead of taking care of the bodies at their funeral home? Apparently. Oh, my goodness. So in the course of their investigation and, and searching, serving the search warrant on Friday, uh, not only were many bodies hauled out, but many urns were also hauled out. And what Pocatello police finally said at the end of the day was that they have found several dead bodies. They would not specify how many and Mm -hmm. several fetuses in various uh, forms of decomp. Yeah. Yeah. And we, so we've speculated on the fetuses that it's possible that they were meant to cremate uh, stillbirths, miscarries, that kind of thing, and have not done that. I really suspect their oven is broken or Mm -hmm. something's wrong that they cannot solve. Something. But, you know, those, those little bodies go somewhere. You know, if people don't bury them, they can opt to have them cremated. Mm-hmm. And I assume the ashes. So in yeah. Idaho, any uh, stillborn or stillbirth or miscarry over 20 weeks has to be processed by a funeral home. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah. so likely so they, that was happening at Downard. Mm-hmm. So they have had a deal with the local hospital to be processing those uh, stillbirths or miscarries. Yeah. Now, people are now coming out of the woodworks with stories about stuff that's gone on with them in the last while, including a couple of people who said that they received ashes that did not look like human cremates. 
Uh, one person says it looks like they scooped some ashes out of the fireplace. Charred wood and sent to her. She said it looks nothing like the cremains that she's received from her other loved ones from this funeral home. Oh, so, no. Here's what's happening now. People are losing their minds. If they right. had anyone processed by this place in the processed, God, that sounds horrible. But, you know, serviced by this place. How do we say this? for whatever, yeah. In the last while, they are now scared to death. That maybe what ashes they did receive are not their loved one. Right. Their loved one, one of the bodies that was just hauled out of that building. Why in the world were there? And they still, again, they have not released the number of bodies we don't know. Or, mm-hmm. oh, that one kills me. Uh, we don't know yet how many. Yeah. yeah. No charges have been filed as of yet. But as we know, these things take a little time. They and do. it's still very possible that charges are coming, but it'll take a little time for them to get their whole case together. For sure. Time, lots of families reporting that they have not received the death certificate for their loved one. Oh, no. That's a huge deal, as we know, having been through this. Mm-hmm. You can't yeah. do anything on behalf of someone who's passed away without that. No, and the funeral home helps to get that. That's a part of your deal with them, your your package with them. Right. So the Pocatello police have been absolutely slammed with locals calling them, wanting to know either are literally are missing a person, you know, mm-hmm. with no ashes in tow or have received weird ashes or haven't gotten a death certificate or have paid for a funeral. This is a big one. People that have done pre-planning have paid for funerals that... uh, Ooh, in advance. Yes. Oh, no. In advance. So now they're wondering what in the world they're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. So the police department did set up a helpline for people to call. Uh, It's actually, they're asking people to please come to a website. They quickly set up a website called reportacrime.pocatello.us and you can go there and fill out the form and then they will get to you. But they're literally saying we are receiving hundreds of these, you know, probably thousands. I mean, remember this isn't a huge town, but you know, they're no, but there also aren't that many funeral homes. And so, I mean, they're doing a lot. They've done a lot of the work with people who've crossed and also people who thought that they were being, you know, loyal to a a business that has helped their family members by Mm pre-planning. Oh, gosh. Yep. So they said to be sure to provide the decedent's name, date of birth, date of passing, and any other information that you feel might be helpful to the investigation. They're also asking families to please... Get one spokesperson. <laughs> so oh, I'll bet. Yes. Have 12 people writing to them about grandma, you know, but uh, they're overwhelmed with people. But why wouldn't they be? Oh, my there gosh. Were I cannot. That was supposed to happen over the weekend at this place. I cannot imagine having been through, you know, planning and arranging the funerals of our parents. I cannot imagine what this would feel like. Because you're already grieving, you're already not in a good place, dealing with something that you never want to have to deal with. And now, this shit's going down. Oh. Yeah. 
these people are in big, big trouble. Right. So there's a few possibilities. Actually, I wanted to share a little more about uh, some of the things that we know. So the bodies that could be identified have been sent to other funeral homes who are attempting to locate next of kin. Bodies that could not be identified are being kept in a refrigerated trailer from the aid of the coroner's office while they also try to figure out who they are. So these are things that we do know. A few other things that I thought were interesting, this coming from East Idaho News. They said that uh, there is a pending criminal investigation. So that's... I mean, there's got to be. There's, yeah. Well, God, I mean, can you just the public health risk alone of what they've been doing, let alone the the fraud and, you know, the mishandling and everything, but the the public health risk. Right. Right. All of it. All of it. Just thinking about the poor neighbors. God, can you imagine living there? No, because I've been smelling this all summer and being like, let's see, what is, are they on? Is that Arthur? I think it's on Arthur. It's on Arthur. Okay. So Ronnie used to live on Arthur further down. Mm -hmm. Uh, When we were first, when we first uh, got together, she lived on Arthur, you know? And so the thing you have to understand is that this is like the edge of a, of a commercial district. Yeah. And it moves from a commercial district into a residential area. And so only a block, probably a block off from this funeral home, it's all residential all the way down that road all the way, you know, behind the high school, everywhere. That's it's homes. Yeah. And so, yeah, living there has got to be a little creepy right now. Uh, Probably a lot creepy. Can you imagine the high school trying to uh, conduct business as usual with this going on literally across the street from you? Well, I had read that they, when they blocked off, they blocked off like a whole block around Downard, and they also blocked off two of the parking lots to Idaho Falls High School, which, There's by the way, school zone, just yeah. started, or Pocatello yeah. High School, I mean, and school just started, but they wouldn't allow anyone to park mm-hmm. in two of the high school's parking lots because it was too close to the building. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you guys. Yeah. And then also the first responders. Right? That had that to go find literally us? just went into a house of horrors. I can't even imagine for them as well what this must have felt like. So it kind of leads you to a few different places. Mm-hmm. Refrigeration broken. AC maybe not working well. Super hot summer. Crematorium broken. Was Had they just fallen in such a place of disarray and a place of that overwhelm, overwhelm and, and poor mental wellness to the point that they just weren't dealing. Is that really all this is, or is there something worse happening here? Right. That's everyone's worst fear right now is that it's something worse. Were right. they body farming? Were they not sending the right ashes to people, but just throwing some ashes your way and it wasn't actually your loved one? That's what everybody's asking. People are right. Horrified. Like, what is the People cause? Are wondering if they can send their ashes off for a DNA test to make sure this is actually their person. Mm-hmm. That's 
the kinds of questions that are coming up for people right now, but also why. But there's one more layer of this that we haven't talked about yet, and that is their relationship to Idaho State University. Yes. Yeah, this has really got me thinking. mm -hmm. So it has been the case that Downer Funeral Home had a deal with Idaho State University to provide their cadavers for their science classes. Mm-hmm. Well, they have a they have a PA school, so yes. they've got to have, you know, for medical. Yeah, and uh, apparently, at some point here in the last while, ISU had had enough of issues with Downard, and Downard quit showing up. They quit bringing in the bodies that they were supposed to, and so ISU ended their relationship with them. Yeah, yeah, and had made a report apparently. Here's where it gets even worse. Apparently, this funeral home has had a whole bunch of citations in the last several years. Yeah. A whole bunch. And they just keep slapping Peck on the hand and letting him keep going. Yeah. To down this road now where Mm -hmm. there's absolute, you know, horrific conditions happening. Chaos. Mm -hmm. Now, you might be wondering why... Didn't they have employees that were noticing this? Didn't they have people that were coming in? Well, mainly this has been family run. Mom, dad, and one of their kids have been the main employees there. They haven't really, they've had a few volunteers that come and help with services. And some of those volunteers were there helping the police sort out the best they could, what they were seeing in there. I mean, were they keeping like very poor records that these bodies were unidentified? Like, right. Bodies are supposed to be like, like, I mean, that's like, you know, you see the thing about like people with a bodies with a toe tag in the morgue. But I mean, it's literally because mm-hmm. bodies have to be identified at every step that they go so that there's never a mix up and you for, lose whoever this is, you know. So yeah. if they've been not keeping their records correctly, obviously, if they have bodies they can't identify. Well, and why is it that people are unable to get their cremains? Yes. Why is it the people are unable to get their cremains? This is, this is really serious. This is really awful. Really awful. So, you know, this, I think, will haunt Pocatello for a long time. I, people are really worried, and, and it makes me sick to think that mamas who were at Portneuf hospital miscarrying or having stillbirths and trusting that their fetuses were being taken or fetus of theirs was being taken to be cremated and they should be receiving those cremains have either not received them or they have and maybe that wasn't it why were they collecting fetuses like what the hell yeah what was that about is this really just about um a crematorium that's broken and they can't cremate anybody? Or are they doing something else with these bodies? And that is just... But there are other crematoriums oh, in town. There are. That's the thing. I mean, if they really were just broken down, they could have... But it would mean giving up business. Mm-hmm. They could have been shunting that business to someone else. Mm-hmm. They could have also reached out to some another funeral home and said, we are in big trouble. Mm-hmm. We have a huge problem. We need help. Number one priority is to take care of 
all of these loved ones in the most respectful way possible. Can you please help us? And we'll figure out how to pay you or whatever, you right. know. And they would have because nobody yeah. would have wanted this to happen. No, 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 yeah. no one wants this. So the big questions now are, why did this happen? How yeah. did this happen? What all happened? Yeah. And, and of course, what happens now? There's a lot we don't know. This was, we are just opening an investigation on this. We, mm -hmm. we tossed around the idea of, do we do this case or don't we? Mm -hmm. And eventually, you know, essentially we decided we do. It is local to us. We are a true crime channel. We know this is awful content. Scott mm -hmm. has forbidden me to discuss it in his presence. <laughs> he doesn't want to hear anything about it because it's horrifying and I get it. Well, it is. It's I very think upsetting. We have to follow this one and, and yeah. see where it goes. Well, we do because it's something, you know, this is something that affects everybody on the planet. However you, yeah. you know, however you release your dead, whatever you do, you know, we always want that to be a respectful process. Yeah. I mean, it should never be like this. No. Now, there was a case. There was the Mesa Funeral Home in Arizona a couple of years ago. Oh, that, yeah. That uh, was seriously mishandling bodies and selling body parts. And That's right. And there was a mother-daughter team with a whole bunch of horrifying things, and they are in prison. Yeah. There was another case uh, in the South several years ago of a crematorium that was broken. And rather than, uh, you know, close, tell people, do the right thing, this uh, father-son team, interesting, this is always family, keeping it right in the family, aren't they? Well, I think uh, that um, they were general homes generally them. are family. Yeah. They were just burying stacks of bodies on their property out back. They had some acreage and they were burying bodies. And they also were busted because of the smell. Yeah. Mm. So it does happen. I hate saying that because we've all had a loved one that we've sent through a funeral home, you right. know. But it does happen. Uh, Wilkes Funeral Home, who, you know, is, has taken custody of some of the bodies and are performing the funerals now, you know, for free because they are awesome like that. They said, you know, we provide a comprehensive tour of our facility. Not everybody wants to see it all. We warn people you might not want to see it all. But he said, honestly, you can come into any part of our facility. It is not closed to the public. He said, and it has to be that way. He also said that they have a plate that when they bring in a body, they assign them a number and mm -hmm. they have a plate that goes with that body wherever mm -hmm. it goes uh, up into through cremation mm -hmm. so that they cannot lose a body or not know who is who or whatever this nonsense is. Right. But he said there's, there are systems in place to make sure that things like this never, ever happen. You know what you would assume. What but. you would expect anywhere, anybody who's working with people who've passed. Yeah. Or bodies, uh, the bodies of people who've passed. Yeah, that there's got to be a system in place. But boy, something has gone very, very wrong at Downard. Mm -hmm. Yes, it has. So 
I think we'll leave it here. That's what we have. Uh, and we will continue to update this story as more details become available. We do expect there'll be, you know, some charges here at some point and more that comes from it. So we'll just track it and make sure that we follow up on it as, uh, as it comes. So yeah. now uh, we will be back tomorrow, Wednesday, for our regular Wednesday case. We'll be back on Wednesday night for case updates. Thursday night for the psychic hour. Lots more great uh, stuff to come here with us this week. Make sure that you go find us on TikTok, on Clapper. Mm -hmm. If you're on Clapper, that's kind of a fun one. And we have some brand new content coming on a new app that we're excited to tell you about, too. So yeah. we've got lots of stuff happening uh, we behind really the do. scenes. We are, you know, we're, we're getting a little bit of, uh, I don't know, attention for our hard work. So it's kind well, of. Well, we are, which is pretty great. Yeah, we don't hate it. So. <laughs> All righty. Well, you guys, this is it. So thank you so much for being here. Like, subscribe, share, comment, whatever you got. We appreciate you. This has been another production of True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. Bye, guys. Mm -hmm.